Hello, this is Seductive Storm and welcome to my podcast. I hope you'll enjoy it from time to time. It'll just be me talking to you on topics and other times I'll have co-hosts or people that I'm interviewing. So get ready for some real talk with Storm. Hello everyone, I just wanted to let you guys know, first of all, thank you so much to everyone who has been thanking me for creating this podcast. Um, Those of you who may not know what you're listening to, although you should, this is Straight Talk with Storm. I'm known in the industry as Seductive Storm and I have been a companion uh, for 18 years total, although I did retire uh, twice for about a year each time. But overall, I've, I've been doing this a long time, and I've made a few interview and podcast rounds this year, and I just felt like there was a need for a podcast that was relatable to everyone, or, or at least to the online community of sex workers, one that encompassed and welcomed everyone to the table, uh, not just the elite, not just the upscale, not just the VIP, but even the mid-grade and the, and the lower bracket um, because everyone needs to feel some type of support and education in this thing. And so um, I hope each one of these episodes will be enlightening to you or make you laugh. Some might even make you cry. Some might make you angry as shit with the things I say or the things other people who are on here are saying. But at least we're opening a discussion and hearing each other. So please tune in every episode and I hope you'll enjoy it. Thanks. Hey everyone. So this is the second episode that I've recorded tonight. But I'm not quite sure when I'm going to release it. Probably in a few days. I think every Saturday from now on, I'm going to try to do something lighthearted with music. But this just occurred to me because I see so many sex workers who are used to meeting in person, like myself, whining and complaining about it not being easy to transition. First of all, You should have never thought that anything about sex work was going to be easy. Now, we make it look easy. Of course we do. You know, we're here to sell glam and fantasy. But nothing's been easy for us. And if I'm offending anyone, I'm sorry, but not sorry. But this is like the grown mom talking to her daughter's conversation that some of you need to hear. Nothing was easy, and it definitely didn't become easier after Foster Sesta, did it? Like, I mean, come on, this isn't the first time we've had to adapt. It didn't become easier after they shut down Backpage and lots of our other advertising venues. So, while this is different in that it's really a game changer, in that You can choose to still meet people and possibly risk your health and that of others, or you can continue. And by the way, I'm just being real. I'm not trying to shame anyone, but those are the facts. Or you can take the other way 
and you can try to figure out how to do virtual or you can do a combination of both. Again, I'm not judging how you do what you do. I just want some of you to stop griping about transitioning to virtual because hopefully this too shall pass. I can't promise you that it will. I don't think anyone can. I can't even promise how many human beings make it through on the other side of this. There's no way I'm going to sit here and blow smoke up your ass and promise you that one that you know that virtual is going to be your savior financially. I'm not going to do that. I've always been very real about it. There's no doubt in my mind that it takes longer to grow a following, that it takes longer to get the men interested because yeah, They'd much prefer real life too. They're home with their wives or their girlfriends, so it's harder for them to participate. Or their needs are finally being met by them having to just (laughs) settle and deal with wife or girlfriend or their own hand and porn on their screen. But you know what? You can be their virtual porn on the screen. And sure, there's lots of free porn out there. But if you can get them intrigued enough in you, if you can get them to prepay for future appointments, the virtual service thing is not so bad. Look, I myself have always been a girl who's like, I hated the idea of talking dirty. I hated the idea of nude pics. I hated the idea of being explicitly sexual in a form that can be distributed without my permission or my knowledge. So I get it. But at this point, it's put up or shut up. Are we going to pay our bills some kind of way or not? And the sad thing is it might take some of us, including myself, a month or two for guys to even catch on to the fact about the virtual. But I think sooner or later, the guys will have to come to terms with the same thing we're coming to terms with, which is that at least for a little while, virtual companionship is our new normal. We may not like it, but it is what it is. Again, it's a bigger adjustment. It's a bigger adaptation than what we had to do after Foster Sester or after Backpage, but I feel like they were kind of warm-ups to this. Like they should have, those moments kind of got us ready for what we're facing now, which is the evolution and total recalibration of sex work as we know it. It is an adjustment. I am not making light of that. It's an adjustment for me. I'm just as confused with my head up my ass. Excuse me. Oh my, I'm tired. About how to handle going to virtual as any of you are. I just think I understand marketing a little better than some of you do. And I also know that I've been a survivalist before. And so now it's time for me to figure out how to survive again. And I encourage some of the rest of you to learn to do it. I grew up spoiled as shit, okay? When I say spoiled, oh, I mean spoiled, spoiled, almost silver spoon spoiled. But once I became a mother 
And outside of becoming a mother, once I went through some legal troubles and other things, I learned very quickly how to adapt and land on my feet. And just being a black woman in America, I've always had to adapt and land on my feet. And I strongly suggest that you all learn to do the same. I understand it's a stressful time, but being on your social media and complaining about how awful doing virtual is and how much you don't want to do it may come back to bite you in the ass if there comes a day when there's no more savings, there's no more nothing, and you have to go virtual because guess what? You've already let the guys know that you're going to absolutely suck at it. Sometimes we say things, and I do it too. I'm sure a lot of my political commentary and thoughts don't go over well with some clients. I'm sure it alienates a good portion of them. But what we're talking about now, with you all saying how much you hate virtual and how you can't do it and how you despise it, translates outside of just you having an opinion about something to whether or not guys are going to believe that you'll be good at it or put your all in it if you should need to do it. Understand what I'm saying? Like you might find yourself needing to do it and yet you've publicly told everyone you hate it and that basically you'd rather swallow glass than do it. So these are just things you can be thinking about. Um, If you need to vent, I've said this for the last two weeks, I feel like now, if you need to vent, I'm here. If you need to figure out how to adjust to virtual, I'm here. I myself put in some job applications for online call centers that you can work from for home. So maybe go to Craigslist and look under jobs and look under customer service. And then in your search, type in, you know, work from home because all of us are going to have to find something to do to tide us over while this shit is being dealt with. Um, I just simply don't know what to say. I wish I had more to tell you, but what I will say is just never say never. When I was 23 years old, I had a friend And for varying reasons, she was being a sex worker. I didn't even really have a clear understanding of what that was then. I made fun of her, as all of our friends did. We said we'd never sell our ass. We'd never do this. We'd never do that. And now I've been a sex worker for 19 years. All I'm saying is never say never. With just a blink of an eye in nature, with some biology and RNA of a virus, we have all now been reduced to becoming survival sex workers. And even those of us with savings, probably in another few months, will find themselves as survival sex workers as well. This really is, even though I didn't like it when Madonna said it, and I love Madonna. I just still thought her comments were kind of tone deaf, but I love Madonna. That's no secret. If you followed me on Twitter or if you know me personally, you know I do. But it really is an equalizer, isn't it? 
even within sex work because now we're all survival workers. Any way you code it, any way you look at it, we are all, for all intents and purposes, survival sex workers. No more hierarchy. Thanks for tuning in. Um, keep your heads up. And, you know, just look at going virtual for a while. It's like some new thing you've got to tame and get a hold of and learn. We got all the time in the world, right? Well, not really when it comes to bills. I think most of us in the next two weeks got to figure some shit out. If you're listening and you want to contribute, any contributions right now would be great for me because I'm staring down the barrel of 500 in medical expenses I need to take care of and a 200 I think it's $280 late fee that I need to pay by April 20th for my power bill. And by the way, as I've said many times, I turned 50 years old on April 14th. So if anyone wants to help me, I'll consider it a birthday present. And my cash app, for those of you who might want to send something, you know, dollar sign goddess, G-O-D-D-E-S-S-S-T-O-R-M as in Mary, 70. I'd appreciate hearing that jingle. You guys have a good night. Take care. You know, I made a mistake. (laughs) I got totally off topic. Like, I'm glad I said what I said to you in the first part of this, but actually there was supposed to be more. I wanted to compare it and I wanted to ask the question, what do we think HIV did to sex work in the 80s when it first happened? Um, I know originally it was just considered to be a gay disease, which everyone came to find out wasn't true. I think I was like 13 or 14. I, I really don't remember when I first heard of HIV on the news. But what I want to say to you all is this isn't the first time that sex work has had to deal with a virus. Um, and if you think about it, this one is horrible that we're dealing with because it's invisible and you don't even have to have sex to get it. But if you think about it, HIV was sexually transmitted, which gets to the very heart of sex work and everything it involves. And HIV is also something that is still part of sex work, even with the cocktails now that give people normal lifespans. So we got to go back to the 80s when sex work I was I was a child. Well, I wasn't a child, but I was getting ready to be a teenager. And those sex workers had to deal with just basically newspaper ads or street walking. They didn't have the Internet as their form of communication or as their form of meeting people. So with that said, it's very much like. We're complaining, and I know what we're complaining about, and I understand it. All I'm saying is sex work survived everything since biblical times. 
And they've always made it through. We've always come through. We've always found a way. We've always innovated and evolved. And if the sex workers of the 80s, some of whom are still sex workers now, I'm sure in all parts of the world, made it through the HIV pandemic because it was a pandemic also. It struck fear in the hearts of everyone also. Believe me, I remember it did. A lot of people now, you know, because they have all these PrEP medications and they have this cocktail that finally works and gives people long lifespans, don't clearly understand what it was like in the beginning when they basically didn't care about them because they thought it was just a gay disease, when they let them die, when they just didn't care, when they put them in God-awful hospital wards, just let them rot to death. A lot of people don't remember that. What I'm telling you is that back then, it was just horrendous. I grew up watching that. I grew up seeing it evolve. And like I said back then, I didn't really understand what sex workers and prostitutes were. But what I'm telling you is, if we can find any to talk to, that were from that time period, they will in no uncertain terms let you all know that while it does not seem like it, this too shall pass and this shit will continue on because sex work isn't going anywhere. It just has to evolve now. <clears throat> we're, we're acting like a lot of us, we're acting like spoiled brats and children and I hate to say that and I know some of you may get offended by me saying it, but we are we are acting like we don't understand that things sometimes have to change we're acting like we don't understand evolution we're acting like we don't remember the HIV pandemic and what that must have done to the sex workers before us and I'm saying before us that I've been a sex worker close to 19 years I just wanted to come back in and add this because this actually was supposed to be the main point of the episode before I went into other things. But just find or talk to if you know any. I know one or two HIV positive providers who are no longer providers because they can't be or HIV positive porn stars who can no longer work because of their status. At least they cannot work until they become undetectable, which means they cannot transmit. And even then, sometimes they can't go back to work because of the laws in place. So let's just be conscious and remember all of those people while we're sitting here complaining about having to go virtual. Let's think about the big picture, which is staying alive and staying healthy and paying our bills. If we thought more about how to do those things and do them well and to stay positive and to talk to whatever higher power you may believe in, 
that would be more productive than complaining about what we hate and what we don't want to do right now. What you hate and what you don't do right now isn't going to help you. So for the second time, I'm going to say good night because now I'm really finished with the episode. Uh, For those of you who are not aware, please follow me on my social media on Twitter and Instagram at SSPodcast1. Good night.